This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Do you think all premium fuels are the same? Well, your engine doesn't. Shell V Power Nitro Plus helps keep your engine running like new because it's engineered to defend against four main engine threats. Gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. So next time, choose Shell's most advanced fuel ever. It's fuel for thought. In engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline.
strike was actually wrong. His movement's too good. Eden. Afternoon, I'm Chris Mason and he's Carlo van der Watering. And you're listening to the Red Report on the Vibe Barnsley. Outstanding finish this is. He knows exactly where he wants to put it. This is a player at the top of his game, enjoying his football, enjoying his life. A typical Barnsley performance at the weekend, out of the box quickly, and 3-2 was a bit harsh on the Reds. It could have been a lot more in Barnsley's favour. We'll get post-match reaction from Daniel Stendhal and Ethan Pinnock. Me and Kyle will discuss the Lunt result preview, Charlton, and Kyle will join us in the studio later on to go through the time tunnel. Five questions, five years, five clues. Who's going to get the most points between Chris and Kyle? We'll see you later on. You're listening to The Red Report with myself, Chris Mason, and Kyle van der Watering on The Vibe Barnsley. Yes, you're listening to the Red Report with Chris Mason and Carlo van der Watering, sponsored by Opium Indy Bar Barnsley, and we thank the lads for that as well for their sponsorship throughout the season. Carlo, good afternoon, mate. How we doing? Yeah, doing good, mate. Doing good, thanks very much. Um, How's life as a daddy? Very good, very good indeed. I'll yes. tell you, daddy. Running on fumes at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> no, very very rewarding, isn't it, mate? So yeah, enjoy every rewarding. minute, mate. Enjoy Certainly it. gonna do, and we're enjoying every minute of Barnsley at the minute, aren't we? I mean, you look at the game Saturday against Luton, a side that 
a good away from home. The stats prove that the, the stats look like um, and show that they were good away from home. And I think, as I said in the opening, there that the scoreline didn't reflect Barnsley's dominance, did it? In the end, no, I, I don't think it did. Um, I, I think Luton fancied that chances, knowing that Davies do go more out, um, and, and they probably, you know, they, they probably thought they could come there and give us a game. And, and to be perfectly fair. I think you know we've we've scored three good good goals, especially the last one. But I think we allowed them to score two by doing a silly foul, and, and there was nothing menace in it. But you know it was a silly foul to give the penalty away, and then for the second one maybe you have to question the keepers, sort of positioning a little bit. And I know the wind was howling and everything, um, but I think they're avoidable goals, and I'm sure Daniel Stendhal will be working on that um, as we face Charlton at the uh, at the weekend. Get stuck into things straight away, then obviously watch the game afterwards as well on Sky, and the, the pundits were very much. Very pro Barnsley and, and lauded over Barnsley and the work that Barnsley do on the ball and the work that Barnsley do off the ball. It's nice to actually watch a game back, isn't it, on the telly and, and you see that people are starting to buy into what Barnsley are doing, not just the supporters, the players and the coaching staff. It's getting noticed around football at the minute, isn't it? It is, and I think the last time people spoke so positively about us was um, the, the second half of that season when we got promotion and we won the JPT, when people looked at Barnsley as a footballing side sort of making their way out of League One. And I think, I think we're back there. Um, from a personal point of view, I think the football now is far better, more fluid. Um, a different style, isn't it, to watch as well? It is. It's, it's very, and I, he talked about it in the beginning, very high energy, but it is, isn't it? You see the lads, and as soon as one of the opponent's player got the ball, it's sort of like a five-second rule, like we must get it off him. Um, and, and that's throughout the team. So it's, it's, it's you know, I, I feared a little bit when, when more hobbled off in the uh, in the, the match before last and he sort of had that protective boot and he thought oh my god um but he looks like i mean he was here on saturday he was set behind us yes, uh, he, he was, looked yeah. looked you know uh, he had his normal trainers on and, and nothing else um, i did joke with him saying you're not going to get back in the site now are you and i mean if looks good kill i'd be six feet under now so i'm pretty sure he'll be back on saturday you think uh, he possibly will be and then you mentioned that style there and everybody obviously goes on about the, the high pressing style the, the german influence of stendel stern and, and winkler at times this season, we've watched them at home, and we've we've wondered, we've wondered whether there is a style, and because the, it was as if it, they were still learning it. Saturday, it looked as if it had finally come to fruition. That that what you're talking about. Whenever Luton had the ball in midfield, Barnes were around them like a pack of hyenas. I was very impressed with that. Whether it was from the two in the middle and the three that roamed in front. Like a, there were a pack of wolves around that ball whenever Barnes lost it, and I think Saturday we finally saw what the management team were talking about in the summer. Yeah, and I think we broke a few voodoos as well. The fact that it was an early kickoff and we played well. The fact that, you know, we, we were on telly and we played well. Um, I think we were due, um, you know, a decent home win. I still think we're going to tongue somebody four or five or six because I, I think, I really think it's coming. Saturday looked like it could happen at one point as well, I thought. They, they couldn't cope with the midfield, could they? I mean, they've got good Class. players at Luton and George Grant, for example, who, who played well last year in, in League Two for Notts County. He's then made the step up and gone on loan to another club again and he's now on loan at Luton. He's a good player. Danny Hilton came on. We know what he can do and they're not a bad side and at one point it looked like Barnes were going to run away with the game. If they'd have gone into the half-time at 2-0, I, th- I envisaged a cricket score to be perfectly honest yeah. with you and I think Barnes would have been worthy of it and you look at that first goal it came from the, you know it, it did bounce around in midfield they got a bit look, got a bit of luck with it but they seemed to have this attitude of they're taking shots early and I think it epitomised Brad Potts if he'd have gone further across and gone with his left foot he wouldn't have scored yeah. he's took it early on the outside of his right boot and it's a fantastic finish from the lad isn't it how many times have I said to you though Chris over the few well few the, the number of years that we've been doing this show you know I think what sometimes sets us aside in good seasons 
goal scoring midfielders as well as you know strikers that can find the back of the net. Now we've got that with with more. TM nipping in with a few, but now Brad Potts, you know George Munker, uh, McGeehan scored uh, obviously on Saturday as well, and the fact that you know it's it's bobbing around the area, but we've got bodies, we've got bodies there to be able to play it and take a shot, whereas before you know there've been two strikers. So um, the style is working. I think they're hungry. I think they really took to the uh, to the head coach and understand his vision and, and want to carry it out. It, all the lads look like they're proper enjoying the football, and I think it's just it's it's a joy to watch them. Let's look at the positives of Ben Williams from Saturday, the, the few positives that there were. He won the ball deep in his own half in that first half, released Moncur very well, and that's what I, what I liked about Ben on Saturday, the fact that he was very quick to move the ball forward into an advanced position, and really liked that. Got it to Moncur, and then we saw the best of George Moncur, didn't we? At full tilt, like we said, against Peterborough, which created the goal for Brownie as well away yeah. at the, the Amex. You know, he's, he's, he's ran through at pace, dummy two players, put them on their backsides, and he's just... It, it really was his goal, wasn't it? Because he's oh. put it on a plate, hasn't he? Uh, put it on a plate for Cameron McGee to steam in and just slot it home quite easily. Are we seeing the best of George Moncur now? Because a lot of people have said on Twitter, best player in the league, his best player in the league, what a footballer. But I think now we're, trying, we're finally seeing it, aren't we? Yeah, I think he um, obviously contributed with a goal um, away at Peterborough. The service he's providing to whoever is making that run down the middle is just—it's—it's it's like glue to his feet, isn't it? That ball, you know, he—he's—he's he's got the pace, he's got the trickery, and um, earlier in the season, I think sometimes we questioned the decision making of taking the shot where he could have laid it off, and I think everything is being looked at, isn't it? You know, they'll have, they'll have looked at the um, the Luton match a couple of days later, and like we should have done this here, we should have done that, because th- there should always be a push to be better and, and be more efficient, especially with the German sort of trio at the helm. But George Moncur is is a little bit like... Um, uh, uh, it reminds like me of Dean Gorey, actually, you know, when Dean was oh, playing at back. No, oh. that's how good Dean was with the ball. <laughs> that's true. He was a, he when was. Dean was on the ball... He created that much space and, and time for a Nardiello, a Stallard, a Kevin Betsy. Yeah. That's what he reminds me of because he's got close control. He's got the he's got the not the passing vision, I don't think Dean had that in his locker where he could ping a ball and somebody was they were through. But George has got that ball at his feet, yeah. ability to get in the box and just create absolute carnage. Monker's got it all, hasn't he? Monker can take a shot to score a goal. Monker sees that clever pass and can put it on a five pence, or he can just keep possession, go past somebody and bring somebody in. So um f- for me at the moment, between him and Brad Potts, they're all round midfielders, aren't they? They're doing oh. everything we're asking of them. Dean Gore, yeah. Those oh, were the days. Were the day. Hey, that's, that's some time tunnel uh, reflection there for you. There's no clues, by the way. <laughs> but no, um, you look back, you'll be a happy man, won't you? Holland winning at the weekend as well. I, I was on the way to Sheffield. They're a bad side, they're a bad up, side And we were 1 0 up, and then we won three, and then they lost again against France. Um, Have they been I think relegated? It was yesterday. I think they will because they were at the bottom already mm-hmm. and then they lost against France. So I, I, I do think that Germany is probably at that stage where England was a couple of years ago where you need to get rid of these sort of old guys to start with the youngsters. And the managing, manager and as well, I'd say. Yeah, completely. Yeah, completely. What about England the other night then? 3 0 up at half time, high pressing style, a different formation, four at the back instead of three centre halves. He's, he was very stubborn at the World Cup without Gareth Southgate because mm. it worked. Now he's changed formation, he's bringing players through. And it, great result for England. Yeah, because sometimes what happens if you you know there was a lot of hope uh, on, on England sort of going all the way during the summer. Obviously that didn't happen, and sometimes it can be a bit sort of like you can feel deflated of mm-hmm. oh, you know what's going to happen now. They've, they've carried on where they left off, and I think with some of the young talent coming through, you, you got to say you know. I, 
I'd, I'd probably stick more money on England winning anything than Holland at the moment. So you know, but I've been here long enough, and yeah, I, 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 don't can, I could be here. Don't do yourself down. I know <laughs> you, when it when it, it comes to it, your money would be on Holland every single time. Don't let him <laughs> don't let him trick you with that one, Carlo. Back to Saturday then um, with Barnsley and, and Luton Town to go into half time two one. Um, Paul Eckingbottom, who for some reason Sky had in the studio, said at half time that. That changes the, the 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 team talk for both teams, and it really does. That's if he's ever got one thing right in the last eighteen months, that's one of them. It really would have they'd have torn the script up, wouldn't they, Barnsley at half time with that? Yeah, I mean, it's not like we were opened up and, and somebody had a terrific shot from outside the area. It was a silly mistake, and Ben Williams, you know, he tries, he, he got caught. Nothing menacing about it. There was no intent there. It it was silly, but the lad's still learning. And the only way you learn is by playing him. And I know some people say oh, we need to bring him off. I think the worst thing we could have done is um, the worst thing we could have done is bringing him off at half time because I think that shatters his confidence. But he left him on and then replaced him later for Danny Pinellas to come and back. Pinellas, come on! How good is that from Stendhal again, though? And he'll, I think he. Ethan Pinnock talks about that in his interview later on that we'll hear um, that, he, that he gave after the game. Stendhal knows when to bring players off, doesn't he? Completely. I mean, I was saying it for at least 15 minutes that I think Ben needed to come off. Yeah. Manager gave him, what did he give him, 65-70. And the, but then you introduce Pinnock loss again because he's not had a game because of injury. You just get that match fitness back up and there's no doubt... Just quick question for you. Penny lost back in the side Saturday? Yes. He is, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. And I think what Stendhal said in his um, press conference post the Luton match... Was that, um, you know, if there's a third of the game left to like 60 minutes, that's probably the right chance to bring somebody off the bench so they can still have an impact. Because you have to give them five, ten minutes to sort of get up to speed. And Pinillo's back to his old self. So, a happy man. He was very much learning all the time, Stendhal, because you've just said that about 60 minutes he likes is a good time to make a change. And he only does it earlier if he's forced or if somebody's not playing very well. He's learned that off a European manager. Rafa Benitez did a hell of a lot at Liverpool. You know, 60 minutes gone. If you're going to make a change, make it now. It gives them half an hour, like you say. And that's really good, isn't it? And yeah. then you get Tiam coming on, scoring that goal, that if it didn't have gone in, it would have ended up at the pit of Mont Breton, yeah. which it was such a good strike. Are we going to see more from Mamadou Tiam? Because apart, somebody made a good tweet, and I, I like Mamadou. I think he, he puts a shift in. But that goal was superb, and the rest of the time he had the ball, didn't look like he was a footballer. No, I think it's the best <laughs> thing he did with the ball, in yeah. fairness. But... Again, it's a position, Brownie up front. Um, I, th- I like Mamadou. We've seen a lot better of him this season than, than last yes. season. I think the lap just needs a consistent run, and, and it just depends, because he did all right early in the season in that formation when we and had Bradshaw. He kept Bradshaw him into one, more. didn't he, then? Exactly, exactly. And then with the changes of personnel, obviously now Woodrow's coming in, and maybe, you know, you've got Woodrow, you've got Moore, you've got Tiam, you've got Brown. Stuck for choice, mate. You certainly are. Um, the Burton game, the, the rescheduled game, is that been, have we any date on that yet? Do we know anything? No, initially there was a date, but they, the they, they, they went through to the Checker Trade Trophy, so my guess it'll be, um, it'll be a while yet. But the good news is that, you know, Stephen Croft is back home. Um, yeah, that's his good news. So, um, yeah, just talking about the Burton match. So, no, there's no news as yet. I'm pretty sure Barnsley want to play it ASAP You've got while we've got a full squad. Well, especially with the game in hand. When you look at it, Carlo, I mean, uh, Grant McCandy did at, um, at Doncaster set them a, a, we want to be top of the league by the weekend when they were on a good run. Do you envisage Barnsley end of October being top of the league? I don't know if we'll be top of the league, we're in the top three and that's why we'll stay. The Reds Report on The Vibe, sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. Congratulations on the victory. What's the most satisfying aspect of the performance today for you? Ah, I think um, 
we we uh, confirmed the, the performance from the last week. I think we won. Uh, and and uh, we the time with a better, better team and we have a lot of chances. We played very good in, in ball position and uh, yeah, we say, okay, after after a very good game, it's very important that we show that we can play the next week also very good and uh, that was uh, uh, today the, the same and uh, I'm happy uh, today with this performance and um, yeah, I, I, I have uh, the impression that we learn really and uh, this is the second point. The style is one point, the second point is the, the um, developed experience and, uh, and we learn every week and uh, we show it that we, that we learn and that we can play better. In terms of that style, it was another fast start for you which you were able to build on very quickly today. Yes, was good. No? I think in the first two minutes was not really quickly, but uh, we, we had a little bit luck that we with the first chance uh, scored, and then was the other game for us. Yeah? Um, uh, I think last week we started very, uh, so much better, but uh, it's not too easy. Yeah? You you win the game for 0 in, in Peterborough. You have a home game, a Sky game, and the supporters think, okay, we win the game. Uh, it's normal. But it's not normal uh, to win this game. Luton uh, is, a, is a good team, and it was not too easy. And uh, uh, I'm I'm happy that we win. How pleasing is it that you've had to make significant changes today with players on international duty and through injury, and yet the players that have come in, they've not looked out of place. I think this is a strange one from our team that we have a lot of good player and. Uh, uh, it was uh, a chance to, to show it today. Uh, I'm happy that uh, uh, Cameron McGee played a very good uh, game, good performance. He scored and win the duels. Uh, it was important for me that he uh, uh, so good in, in shape today. And uh, yeah, all player. Uh, we we happy that. Uh, Confidence. Uh, they are confidence to for the for the next uh, games that we have uh, a lot of chances uh, with a lot of players that uh, that we can win. And interestingly, for all of Barnsley's dominant play today, Luton always got something. The penalty, which was against the run of play, the goal at the end that made it 3-2, yeah. made it look a slightly odd scoreline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I think. Uh, it was a little bit crazy game. Yeah, in the first moment you think, okay, we we are really good in in, in shape. We uh, in front two 0 and we control the game. But every time a little bit, uh, you you have the impression it's it's not sure that we win. And uh, okay, the goal from from uh, Luton was not really a play a play goals, but. Uh, um, it was in the end a close game uh, with, uh, with, uh, with no, I forget it. Uh, no, it was a, a, a winner with Barnsley FC. I think with the better team. The Reds Report on the Vibe, sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. Whisper love and dream of wedding bells. Don't 
all the talking, let love speak up itself. Mm. Let love speak up itself. So when you feel a little tiny and unhappy with your face, let it breathe into us. And put you back in place Let it breathe Let it breathe From the dead came unto us To the dead ones who leave For it will It will go And it will not say goodbye Just like it didn't say hello There will not be a send-off A funeral or mass Just a pathetic little vodka From a dirty little glass Mom. From the oldest swinger in town Let love speak up itself oh, Let love speak up Rise up in the morning and take us by the wall and let it do the talking. But we're too tired to talk. Oh, and we're too tired to talk. When you feel unhappy, that I'm not the one I was. Let love ride inside And let love palm you off Let it ride Let it ride Let it take your feelings And tie them in a knot In a knot In a knot Let it take your feelings And tie them in a knot Hang them from a cleaver And say look what we've got A man and a woman And guess what they forgot From the oldest swinger in town Let love speak up itself Let love speak up itself
And we're back on the Red Report on the Vibe. And just a quick note to some people on Twitter, Gary, uh, Gary Tedford has the Red Scott. If you get it on the uh, tuning app and the My Tuner Free app in it, Carlo, that yeah, it works. is working on there. It, it, works. Is, the, like it is the simple radio app that it's not working on. We've just been in the in the hallway in the college and got it on there but if there is a problem there'll be a podcast out we hope um, after today's show um, no pressure Kyle no pressure no, no pressure at all <laughs> hopefully get it off that uh, off the old laptop in there um, good interview from Stendhal he's very pleased with his side Carlo quickly before we move on to the uh, new feature the Tight Ridge Report Time Tunnel but good interview speaks well and he's He's doing better by the week, isn't he, in that respect? I think whatever well, the results are really good. It's probably an easy press conference to give as well, isn't it? Uh, but no, his English is coming along. Um, and you know what? I'm sure Barnsley fans will forgive his you know, occasional grammar mistakes or whatever. Because I said it before, I'll say it again. All we want to see is somebody who's got faith in the team, who kicks every ball, heads every ball, you know, celebrates every goal. And he's doing that and a lot, lot more, isn't he? He is right then. Time tunnel this week. This oh, is what no. it's all about. No. The Red Report time tunnel. It's going to be five questions for me, five questions for Carlo. He does my questions. I do his, I do his questions. It's a bit impractical, jokers having to setting each other up with a with a new task or something like that, isn't it? But any anyway, robot. There's no forfeits. Can I just no, say there's no, no forfeits? No, okay, it might be at the end of the season. You never know. No. But uh, how it works is. Kyle's coming from the the producer. Kyle's coming from the other studio. Works the Twitter for us, etc. And, and chips in everywhere Social he can. Social media guru. That's it. Good word, guru. Gu- guru. <laughs> guru. Fantastic. In bars, that's great. Um, Kyle's gonna um, he's gonna play twenty seconds of a song. Yeah. Gonna do my five first, and then he gives a clue from that 
the year you've got to give the year of the the answers the year. All right, okay. So, so I, I guess the year 20... the song was a hit and, and, the, and the, the stats. Okay. Yes. So Kyle's... If, if I don't get, if I can't get the year. But I can continue singing the songs. Is that worth anything? It's not worth anything. No, I'm not to the embarrass myself. People okay. will switch off. Um, <laughs> but no, seriously. So Kyle's going to play 20 seconds of a song, and he'll tell us what the song was, and then he'll give us a stat. He wants the year. If you get it right, correct. If not, incorrect, my friend, and we move on. Okay. So it's my my five uh, first for Carlo. So Kyle, take us away, mate. Oh, classic. Kevin Costner stars in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. No idea what year it was. Look into my Just gonna get my lighter out. <laughs> so then, clue what? Well, the song is Everything I Do, I Do It For You. And the clue is, in January of this year, Barnsley faced West Yorkshire rivals Leeds United in the FA Cup at Oakwell. A 1-1 draw meant a replay at Ellen Road where the Reds lost 4-0. What's the year, Carlo? Have you got anything on food? <laughs> um, oh, I would, I, I'm shocking with years. 47 years of life experience. Come on. You're doing this to me. I, I don't know. I'll go for uh, 2001. Nin- 91, wasn't it, Kyle? 1991. 1991. Yeah. Oh, so there we like go. Yesterday. Are you ready for, the, uh, ready for number two? Yeah, of course I am. For you then, mate. Yeah. I'll enjoy the music. Oh, it wasn't me. Shaggy, it wasn't me. Although I'm sure it was. Drop it. Well, just as we're starting to dance. So the song was It Wasn't Me, Shaggy. Yeah. So the clue is bef- before the end of November, this Barnsley team had managed by had been managed by three men, Nigel Spackman, Glyn Hodges and Steve Parkin. Before the end of November, mate, that year. Two thousand and one? Correct, yeah. Correct. Two thousand and one. Come Brilliant. On. Next one then. One one out of two. It's not bad. Something new, the Casper Slide Part 2, featuring the Platinum Band, and this time, we're gonna get funky, funky. Can we forget the quiz? It's just done. <laughs> <laughs> Need to get a webcam in here, mate. <laughs> Looks nice. Okay, so answer for the song is Cha Cha Slide GJ Casper. Mm-hmm. Barnsley started the season with a 1-1 draw at MK Dons. One of many new signings, Paul Reed gave Barnsley the lead. What year was it? Big turnaround of players that year, Carlo. Massive. Yeah, I think I'm thinking in my head, because obviously I've done the same for you, so I've looked at various seasons and various bits of information. I'm thinking it's slightly later than the 2001 we've just got. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking 2006... Oh, five, four, 2004 four. Oh, I was going down the yeah, <laughs> we, we can do that all day But that's it So that's one out of three For Carlos. have number four Then Kyle not bad for me Not bad at all mate So the song was Get Lucky, Get Lucky. by Pharrell. Yeah. yeah. 
This season saw the end of David Flickcross reign as Barnsley manager and the return of Danny Wilson to Oakwell. Oh, what year was that? I looked at this. <laughs> I looked at this. Um, let me just go back. Come on, tell me an answer off you. Eight, nine, nine. Oh, Miles, aren't they? 2013. Because Barnsley got relegated the year after. I know, but I've had a long up. day, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> Last one, Carlo, for you. Let's have a listen. Oh. It's Leona Lewis, Bleeding Love. She won the X Factor one year. She did. <laughs> what year, though? We'll see in a minute, won't we? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> She's alright as Leona. So for this one, uh, the answer was Bleeding Love, Leona Lewis. In this year, Ruben Noble Lazarus became the youngest footballer <sighs> to debut in the Football League at 15 years and 45 days old. Yeah, we played Ipswich away on a Tuesday night. I need an exam the next day. <laughs> Are you asking me the year? Yes. Oh, <laughs> why do you do this? Simon thing? Davier as well, he, he clung on to his job with that putting him on, didn't he, and all? Yeah, that was. <laughs> me had to mash. I've not been well all day. I know it's not an excuse, but... Um, Seven, no idea. Two thousand and eight. Unlucky, oh, mate. Not one out of five, but you got one right. So I got that, one. You know, you didn't. Can I just say? That. Can I just say that the ones I've done for you are probably a lot simpler, just because I like you. But now I know what I'm up against. It won't be like this next week. So <laughs> let me just move <laughs> the, the microphone. The Barnsley starting a song, and it's much simpler. So oh dear, these songs are in order, Kyle. Yep. I've printed mine out because I'm like that. So that's the first one, and then the clue was, and that was like it. Yeah. But I'll help you with that. So. Right. So if you want to do the music first, the top song. Brimful of Asher. I think we should just cancel the show. Just listen to music. (laughs) Brimful of Asher. Let's have clue then. Let's have clue then. Okay. Yep, so it was Brimful of Asher and the clue is Simply Red. And that was national headlines all over. 98. Yeah. 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 It was it was number one at the time we played Liverpool. Yep. And the treble red card. Right. Next, Next one. one. Elvis Presley came back into charts didn't he? and they was on FIFA a lot, so yeah. come on then. And this what he's gonna read out was a press conference, was a news release at the time this was number one, and this was the news release. The administration will allow the club time to agree a refinancing package. It is envisaged that the club will will continue under the protection of the administration order for up to two months. That period should give us time to identify and progress interest in the club with a view to securing its long-term future. We anticipate working closely with the board, management and staff of the club to help us achieve a solution to the club's difficulties. And then they're asking for the fans to stay loyal to the club. I'm going to say 2003. I don't know. No. It's 2002. 2002. 2002. 2002. 2002. One out of 50%. Am I ready for the next one then? You're better than me. Next one. Classic. Kings, air guitaring. Kings of Leon sets on fire, so let's have clue then. So the clue is the Reds bring in two multi strikers, one on loan, one permanent striker. Admit, so we saw. 2007. 2008. 
just out. It, it was the start of 2008. I'll tell you what, I've, no, I've got them mixed up. I've got right. I hope you're not I've mixing up with Peter Wright. Pete, no, Peter, I've mixed up with Peter Wright, Janice Danferenci. I've mixed up. Oh, what strike is that? Uh, uh, Mifsud and Bogdanovic. And Bog, there you go. I've got, I've got Look at me, you're remembering names. There. there you go. <laughs> I'll up next to him, mate. Lovely. Be not working hard. Yeah, right. Picture that with a Kodak. I better yet go to Times Square and take a picture of me with a Kodak. Right, I'm ready, mate. Yeah. Pete, bit of Pitbull. Did you know that? Tonight, enjoy life. So that was Pitbull but, give me everything. And yeah. the clue is the top scorers at the end of the season was Hamill on eight, Gray on seven, and Haynes on six. Two thousand and ten. <laughs> two thousand eleven. Oh, I nearly said that. As it well. was a two thousand eleven season. Remember? I, no, I'm, no, no, I'm that's 100% fine. That's fine. I get you. Oh. What's the next one? Right. This is your, this is last one. Well, yeah. I love this song, by the way. I want to dance by water the Mexican sky. So the clues are: at the end of the season, the top scorer with seven league goals wore number eight shirt. Two stri- two strikers scored four league goals each. Their squad numbers were nine and forty-four. Finished 11 this year, one place below Fleetwood, one above Gillingham. I thought the, the, I thought the squat numbers would give it away for you. Num- um, go on, what are you thinking? Number 44 were George wearing for a start, so the, the year is... The year is... Think about that again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm d- it's... It's got to be twenty. It's got to be twenty fifteen. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I thought it was Devante Cole. It was Devante Cole with number forty four. He, he wore a forty. Look at this, Mikhail. Sneaking <laughs> in with the bonus question. <laughs> Kyle will get back in and handle the Twitter now. It's two one then. So I've won the first week. We'll keep a note on that, and then we'll see how we get on as the season progresses. Cheers for that. And that was the Reds Report Time Tunnel. The Reds Report on the Vibe, sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. Talk to you about uh, today, but just the the result and the overall performance. How pleased are you with that? Oh uh, yeah, I'm really uh, really pleased with the result in the end. Uh, I think we made it a bit more difficult than it should have been. You know, throughout the duration of the game, I felt you know we had more chances. Um, a bit unlucky to concede the way that we did, but uh, and then the main thing was that we got the three points. Yeah, strange really. First half almost completely dominant, and yet the penalty at the end made it two one, and then slightly different story in the second half but they just on the score sheet always kept on your coattails yeah I mean first half you know I think we should have been out of sight uh, Monks had a good chance that he just missed um, and obviously with the penalty uh, it's pretty much the worst time to concede it just before going in but the boys kept their heads up uh, second half we knew it was going to come at us it, was, it wasn't going to be an easy game um, we got ahead again and uh, I thought we was quite comfortable although we wasn't as dominant I thought it was quite comfortable and uh, we we were unlucky a bit with the goal again, but we managed to hold on and the boys showed good determination. What kind of message do you think that sends out to the rest of the division? Luton were in good form coming into this game. They've played a lot of teams that were also up there in and around the playoff placings prior to today and you beat them pretty comfortably on TV. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, we're not too focused on, you know, what other teams are doing. We're trying to just focus on ourselves and take each game. But I think, you know, people will be aware of our performances and how well we're doing. But, um, yeah, I think it's the main thing is just to focus on ourselves and not worry too much about what's going on elsewhere. And it was another day in which Barnsley start quickly. You're getting quite a healthy re- re- reputation for doing that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the gaffer, you know, he likes us to play fast and get at people quickly and uh, obviously when we train we, we work on it in training and I think it's translating into games really well so yeah that's one thing we're going to look to keep going and try and uh, maintain it even longer for longer periods of the game and he made changes within the game and changed how things were further forward as well is that how much is that evidence that the players are fully are fully bought into what he wants to do not just in your preferred way of going about things but plan B C and possibly D at some stage down the line yeah of course and I think you know the competition for places is really stiff um, you know each each week there's probably 14 15 players that can make a good case for starting the game so when they do get the chance to come on you know they're hungry to prove that they should be starting as well and I think it shows on the pitch you know a lot of the time when we make subs you know they do have a positive impact in the game the Reds report on the vibe sponsored by opium the number one indie bar in Barnsley
Dad's Report on The Vibe. Sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley.
Reds Report on The Vibe. Sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. Back on the Red Report on the Vibe, Chris Mason, Carlo Vanderwater and Pete Selwood just popped in for a quick minute. We want to preview Charlton at the weekend. Charlton, Carlo, City 11th. Looked as if they were going to be one of the sides up there challenging at the start of the season and it's just a bit, it's plateaued a bit, hasn't it, for Charlton? To be fair, I've not really looked at their results yet. I tend to do this on the Friday before we play them. I think what Stendhal said to win his latest president, it doesn't matter who we play, if we play our game, we're very hard to play against, whether people are 11th, 24th or 1st. I think we saw that with um, with Peterborough a few a few, uh, a few few weeks ago. I think it's key to see if some of these injuries are coming back. We've been waiting for Woodrow, wondering if he actually exists or not. You know, uh, Penelos more than likely will be starting again. I will presume club captain Adam Davies will be in goal. So, um, yeah, interesting to say the least, and surely another opportunity to get three points on the road. Yeah, looking at this um, 8 0 winning the Mickey Mouse Cup in the week at Stevenage. So that oh, one we must fear them then. We must fear <laughs> them, yeah. But um, there you go. And they've lost at Scunthorpe as well, haven't they? And they, they, they thought they got it right with the Lee Bowyer coming in, but it's another manager, a first job, and ex player, this and all that. And he's, he's not really, it's not really worked out for him, Peter, but has it at the minute? They want to be higher than what they are because they've, they've invested. They've got young Taylor from AFC Wimbledon who he scores a lot of goals and he's probably their main threat, isn't he? Well, I think it's going to be. I mean, with Boy as well, you take any kind of risk with a manager, you give him a go, sometimes it just, you think, oh, it's great. And the fans get behind him, which is good. So, like, although they're in mid-table, you'd expect, because Lee Boy's in charge, they'll probably give him a little bit more time just because he's a player, he's a player that people kind of like. But for me, as I say, we, we're looking at this and we probably should be beating them. Yeah. Like, it, that's the level we're at. And I, I love the fact that, like, this is the first year where we've all gone, do you know what? We should probably win this. Yeah. We, we haven't had that for years when we go, yeah, we're going to beat these. Easy. It reminds, <laughs> it re, but it reminds me of the hacking bottom effect when things weren't going well at Oakwell and he got the time because he was a local lad and he used to play for us. And we just allow him a little bit more patience, don't we? But I'm yeah. sure the aims for Charlton will be, what, top 10, top 6, playoffs? Well, no, playoffs definitely yeah. isn't. It's got to be for him because they, they want out of this league. They've invested in the squad. Lyle Taylor's a player Lyle Taylor's a player We'd have been looking at To be perfectly honest with you If it's the Bill as a young lad Scored goals at a lower level For AFC Wimbledon Then he's done it At the jump into League 1 as well And he's still scoring for Charlton So he, he's going to be The main threat at the weekend They'll be looking for the playoffs And Barnsley To be, to be honest with you With Barnsley If they've got a clean sheet And a 0-0 and, and draw They'll come away from that And they'd say Good point that actually Away from home All that travelling down to London They'll want to win the game But if you draw away from home in this league, and as it's proving now, win at home as well. Draw away and win at home. You're going to be up there, aren't you? And we, we're very much in the mould of we just don't want to lose a game of football. We've lost one all season, and I'm, I'd happy keep that up to Christmas. To be perfectly honest with you. And then you, no, but then you go on from the next step, don't you? Looking nearly into November, one game defeated in the league. You, you want that if it means you've got to draw away from home and players that did Saturday at home all every week they're happy with that the fans aren't they yeah, and I think the first thing we needed to sort was the home form because you yeah, know we had two yeah. draws in a row yeah. where we, you know, we possibly could have done more because of what happened at the Burton match because I, I sort of tagged that as a match where we could get a decent result and get confidence and they've been on a bad again. run Burton since as well to be fair as well yeah well we'll have to see when, we, uh, mm. when we're playing again but I'm, I'm with Pete you know you go to Charlton as a Barnsley fan how often have you said well you know as long as we like we do all right and we don't get played off the pitch it'll be a nice day out whereas now surely Pete you're looking for three points it's time to it's time to get carried away <laughs> I like we don't have often an opportunity to get carried away so let's just Let's just enjoy it while it lasts, isn't it? Because it, it won't last overly long. Something bad will happen at some point, but for now it's fantastic. And like, But we thought that, though, didn't we? When Kiefer Moore came off injured and we saw him in the protective boot, everything, oh, that's it, season gone because Kiefer Moore's off. Um, we did all right without Kiefer on Saturday, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, that was the way we played on Saturday. I don't think we've taken enough credit 
for how well we've done with that year. Number one, who, by the way, we could have easily got. Where, where's he played? He's played in Wales <laughs> and then Ireland. Just bring him over, he's not going to play, you know what I mean? But Walton did well, and then you've got your uh, arguably third-choice left-back, well, second, uh, third one. And then you're missing Dougal in the middle and your best striker. Woodrow, if he, again, does exist, probably would be second-top striker. And we've still gone there, and we've looked, and we've looked very good. Yeah. Very good, still won the game. Right, and that's more impressive to me because that's essentially it's borderline second string. Yeah. Um, quick uh, score prediction for you, Carlo, for Saturday then. Obviously, we're confident with how they're playing at the minute. Obviously, just a positive result for Barnsley will be yeah, it's it, the it, way forward, isn't it? Down at five o'clock, and I'll, I'll tune in and be like Charlton one, Barnsley two. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for a one all draw, I think, on the weekend. I'm happy with the point down there. Here we go. Watch beat 7 0. Come on. <laughs> I think we'll win 3-2 three, 3-2 two. Three, two. Yeah. can't cope with that again Pete. <laughs> can't cope with that cannot cope with that we'll be back next week on The Vibe the Reds report Chris Mason Carlo van der Watten. some more time tunnel a couple of games to get stuck into as well some pre some post-match press conferences and everything that we bring you every week we'll catch you next week on The Reds report sponsored by Opium Indy Bar Barnsley The Reds report on The Vibe sponsored by Opium the number one indie bar Welcome to America the land of junk sleep where it's bedtime, but you're double booked. Here, there's always one more deadline to meet, episode to watch, or meme to share. The world may not want you to sleep, but we do. Only the sleep experts at Mattress Firm can help you find the right bed at the right price. Unjunk your sleep. In-store or online at mattressfirm.com today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping, and Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. UN, UREDS, at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network. The ultimate on demand destination for the UK's best fan led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight, analysis, and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the Talksport Fan Network. Unbeatable club dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search Talksport Fan Network. <laughs>